Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey, guys. Welcome to Brain Food. Um, I don't fucking know what episode this is, but I got new audio equipment, and this probably sounds bomb as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. I'm literally holding a microphone. Like, a handheld microphone. Like, I feel like so official right now i'm so excited it's about to rain but it's fucking hot in this car so i'm gonna turn my car on put the ac on i don't even care i'm ready for today's episode i'm fucking excited i don't even care like i really hope that doesn't sound like shit but whatever it's fucking hot it's 84 degrees partly cloudy no just cloudy it's about to downpour up in here but like i am so excited to like use this equipment like I feel like Emma Chamberlain. Like, I feel like (laughs) so good right now. And I can see, like, this little monitor, and it's, like, green and everything. And if I'm talking too loud like this, it turns red. So I know to, like, chill the fuck out if it gets there. But um, I just got back from a two-week vacation. I was in Europe, and I, like, literally life-changing experience. Like, I had gone when I was younger, but honestly... I was too young to appreciate it, and so when I went this past two weeks, like, I literally, everything I looked at, I was like, I need to live here, I need to eat this, I need to, like, live this lifestyle and use these euros and take pictures and drink only coffee for the rest of my life. Like, when I'm done with college, I'm fucking moving here. I don't know where I'm gonna go yet, but it needs to be in Europe, like... I don't know. It was just so much fun. I'm so grateful that I went, like, life-changing experience. And I know that I'm not going to be able to do that again, especially within the next four years because of college. So it was really, really great experience. And I'm going to share, you know, some of the shit that I did. And, you know, I don't even fucking care if it sounds like I'm bragging. I had fun. And everyone needs to chill the fuck out because I had fun. Anyway, I'm sorry that I'm cursing so much, by the way. I feel like I'm cursing a little bit too much. <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like this AC is too loud. Is it too loud? No, we're good. It's not even showing up. Whatever. Like, I have my laptop in my car right now. I have a microphone up to my... That sounds inappropriate. Up to my mouth. And life's just great, guys. Like, honestly... I had a couple of breakdowns when I was on vacation, but it was only because... Oh, fuck, I just dropped that. Holy shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway. um, I had a week off of work before I went away. And I was like, oh my god, like I haven't had a week off in like literally two years. I haven't had a week off of work. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend this time working myself. And I did it. And I was like having fun, but like there was like this eerie feeling of like... I'm not working, so I feel unsuccessful, and I don't deserve to be happy right now. So I just spent that week, like, working myself down to the bone. Like, I was basically stuck in my house because, honestly, I had my car, but, like, what? I don't want to just waste gas aimlessly because, like, I'd have nothing to do. Like, that's stupid. Um, But I was just packing, and then I was done packing, and I packed in one day, and, like, if you guys know me, especially outside of, <laughs> um, in my outside life, I fucking organize everything until it's perfect or my way of perfect. And I packed in one day, like there was literally nothing else I could do. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? Cause like, 
you know, it's easier, like, for me to say, like, it seems like my days have a lot in them, but, like, once you get used to a routine of doing something, it's really, like, going to the gym every day and, like, pre, you know, prepping my food is, like, just a normality to me now, so it's not like, oh, I have to do this or else, like, my whole day is gonna be fucked up. Like, it's just something I do every day because it's part of my schedule, and I was doing that every day, and I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, like, I need to work. And, like, by the time I was thinking that, I was going away. And not that it made my trip bad. Like, literally best moments in my life were on that trip. But, like, if I say like one more time, like, we're gonna... Oh, fuck. (laughs) We're gonna have to get a like counter. Like, I pro... What the fuck? It's like a tick. I have, like, a Tourette saying the word like whatever um but yeah um so I took the plane I went out of JFK and then it was a nine it was like an eight and a half hour flight like it says nine but it's like eight eight and a half um and then it's a six hour difference so I'm six hours ahead so like the jet lag was like getting me all manic like I was like I want to go let's go like like my whole family's like dying I have an eight-year-old grandfather like I need to go to the apartment and we need to like sleep and I was just like no like let's go let's go see David let's go see all these statues and I was just like ready to go and then I crashed like hours later when everyone actually wanted to do something um but yeah I went to Rome and then we stayed there for a night we you know we looked at some art ate um I went to the Sistine Chapel when I went to Europe the last time and Honestly, it's, like, a one-time thing you do. Like, not that it's, like, oh, this is okay the next time. But, like, you're never going to get that feeling of, like, awe. Like, uh, like authentic, like, wow, that is insane what I'm looking at right now. Like, it, you'll still get that feeling, but not to the extent you do the first time. So, we're, like, we're only staying here for one day. Then we go on a cruise and, you know, we stop at different places every day. I went to Capri, which was, like, the most beautiful island I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, the food was great. And I regret not going to the top of the island because we just did not have time with our our schedule. But I I got... Me and my family got a private boat ride. And, like, I... Like... I'd like to consider my family, like, middle class. And we have a lot of really nice things. But, like going on this trip made me feel like I was like luxurious and I like I never experienced that in my life before like getting like this private boat in Europe like I was like you know I want like I got a taste of like what I want my life to be like I keep saying like holy shit whatever I don't even care um but yeah like the food was amazing every time I went to a restaurant like mostly like some places were annoying but I was like I'm vegan can you like just give me anything or make something like I don't care what it is like whatever's easier for you and then they'd like come out with like a cucumber and I'd be like yo what the fuck but then other times they'd come out with like a full course meal and I'd be like I want to kiss you on the mouth but (laughs) honestly my favorite part of my trip is when I went to Spain and when I went to Florence Florence is just like Rome but more artistically inclined and everything looks a little bit cleaner and nicer and they have 
the Uffizi there, the museum, they have the Duomo there, they have all of like these gotta go places. The food was better, people were nicer, it's smaller and more condensed, which made it, you know, not as intimidating as Rome because it's just a huge tourist spot and you know, not that it wasn't amazing, but I, I personally liked Florence more because of its, you know, kind of calmness, you know, next to Rome. Um, I went to Barcelona, which was amazing. Like, I loved it there so much. I, I've been dying to go there since I was, like, 11 or 12. Like, And I feel as if learning about all these different cultures, you know, while traveling for those two weeks have... You know, not that I didn't have an appreciation before, and I've talked about that, you know, countless times on this, but, you know, seeing all these different cultures and, you know, how they operate, how they operate differently than, than America and like, not that's like a well-known fact, but like seeing it firsthand is like a whole new experience for me, even working with, you know, a different culture on a daily basis. When you're in a different country, it's a whole new atmosphere, a whole new you know, experience and just getting to watch it happen in front of me and trying new things. And, you know, there's only so much I can do on Long Island, truly. And that's why I'm moving to the city. And I was just talking about it the other day. I was like, if I wasn't going to college, I'd still move to the city regardless. Because as an artist, I can't get started here at all. Like, I just can't. And, you know, I will, but not to the extent that I want to. And that that's a personal choice that I need to make and I need to, you know, come to terms with. But I have big goals for myself and I see I see it happening when I'm in places, you know, like New York or in Italy or just outside of the bubble that I am trapped in here because I get myself kind of freaked out. And I kind of freaked out when I was on, on this trip of like with college and I'm going to be an illustration major, which I'm content and happy with and I'm proud of. But at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with that degree? You know, and I have to burp. Um, and then, you know, and then I freak myself out and I kind of have to ground myself in a way of like, you're 17 years old, like you don't know shit at all. And, you know. There's millions of things that you could do with that degree and you could do storyboarding, you can do creative writing, you could do literally so many things like art opens up a door of millions and millions of jobs and I just have to realize that when I get in my head like, oh, I can't be like a childhood book illustrator. I can't, I can't. But like, well, I don't think I'd ever, you know, do that because I don't want to do that. You know, nothing against the profession and, and you know, the art of that, but that's not what I want to do. And I just freak myself out, you know, self-sabotaging. Like, I'm not going to be successful. Oh, my God. Like, but I know I'm going to be successful. You know, you know, it doesn't matter what it's going to be, but I know it's going to be big. And I know it's going to be, you know, amount to what I want. It might not happen right away. And I think that's the impatience within myself. Like, it's not happening now, so it's never going to happen. And that's like a really bad outlook to have on things, but I'm human. I make mistakes. I get in my head. It's normal. But yeah, I mean, seeing, I think what was freaking me out was, you know, I brought my sketchbook to, you know, all these museums and trying to draw these statues and I, I couldn't draw it. And I was like, the thought never entered my mind of like, cat, it's 105 degrees out right now. And there is 
thousands of people surrounding you right now. Maybe that's why you can't draw. But instead, I was like, I can't draw, mom. I need you to get your money back from my college so we can change my major because I can't do this. Which is like, you know, that sounds like <laughs> like I'm a bitch and like I'm spoiled. But like those thoughts do enter my mind all the time. Like I'm very sure that <laughs> this is what I want to do with my life. I, I, I'm not questioning it. It's just... You know, you see all these masterpieces of artwork and, you know, when you try to do it and you can't, you fucking get in the bag sometimes and it sucks. But, like, that's what every great artist goes through. They just, you know, I forgot what quote. I think I read it on the last episode, but it was, like, having having confidence is not... Fuck, I forgot. Having com- It's, like, it's something like having confidence is not you know never doubting yourself it's about not letting fear overcome you or something like that and I like I think that's true because I'm not you know so much as scared of my future anymore it's more of like it this is a really big unknown thing like it's not written down on paper so I can follow the directions for me like I just have to jump in it and you know come back with whatever resonates with me and hope for the best you know still put the work in and work hard but at the same time like nobody knows their future and I think that's what scares me because like I like knowing things I like knowing how things are going to pan out and I think that's why I self-sabotage so much because like oh I know this is going to happen so this is the way it's going to play out so I have a plan in my head it's fucking thundering out so hard I don't think you guys can even hear that but it was like and I was like oh fuck I just sharted um but I have work it's currently 148 in the afternoon I have work at four o'clock but then I get my wisdom teeth taken out tomorrow. That's going to be fucked up. Yo, it's thundering so hard. It sounds like my ass. Sorry, that's really inappropriate. Anyway, but I get my left wisdom tooth taken out and my I think my right one because I feel it popping out and I have to like say something to the doctor. Be like, yo, you need to like take this thing out while you're doing this. Like, I, I like it hurts. Like in my sleep, I feel like a like a newborn baby like uh, sorry but you know like I think going on this trip was like great for me because it was such a change in in scenery for me I feel like I was getting super stuck here you know where I live like I was like I can't do anything and I don't want to um I don't know what I'm doing anymore and like I'm like I'm so stagnant in my progress and I go on this trip, like, even though I had, like, a couple of, like, outbursts because, like, I'm a nervous wreck sometimes. I still had fun and, like, I learned a lot about myself and it was just such a change in atmosphere for me and it's exactly what I needed at that time. Um, you know, and I, I think, you know, as cheesy as it is, like, I think everything does happen for a reason, truly. Like, truthfully, I think that it does because... I was, you know, kind of getting in my bag, like, for the past month, like, questioning every life decision that I've ever made. Like, that's usually, like, I have, like, a one-night occurrence of that happening. Like, oh, my God, like, I'm such a failure. But, like, it just did not stop for, like, a couple of weeks. And I wasn't talking to anyone. I'm honestly still not talking to anyone. But at that time, I just completely, like turned off social media didn't text any of my friends like right after graduation and it was just like I'm done now it's a waiting game until I move in two months 
So like I'm like waiting aimlessly, not doing anything to, you know, work on myself and just waiting like, oh, like when I get to college, it'll be fine. But let me suffer for two months before that happens. Like, <laughs> that's literally what I did. I was just like waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I got that week off from work and then I felt even worse. And then I got there and, you know, it got better, but it was super weird. Like I had like this really bad like meltdown, you know, not not bad, but like just crying and crying, sobbing, crying on my last day of my trip because something inside of me just like fell apart and like maybe it's just like a part of, you know, my journey and everything. Wait, someone's coming up next to me. Okay, sorry. I'm doing something. I'm recording something right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, sorry, that was my grandfather. Oh, someone got me a... Oh, he got me a, a perfume. But anyway, um, I don't think he realized. I kept, like, waving and, like, saying, like, I'm recording something. And he was just, like, trying to, like, roll down the window. And I was like... Can you just fucking wait a second? Anyway, sorry about that. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about, you know, my meltdown. Um, <laughs> I was just, like, getting super antsy and, like, getting nervous, which I think is normal. Like, this anger inside. Not anger. Like, frust- I was frustrated. Because I was, like, so stuck. And I I think I was feeling really lonely. Because, you know, I stayed with my sister. And I stayed with my sister, but I don't know. And we just, like, sometimes we fight. And, like, literally my mom is, like, yelling at me through like the window and the thunder I'm having a a stimulation overload I'm so sorry (laughs) um but me and my sister like kind of weren't like getting along the best and then like me and my I was just like getting like snappy and kind of you know just being a bitch basically because you know I was not getting my way in the moment and I was being kind of like bitchy and I just like broke down and was like I'm so alone right now and I don't know what to do and like I don't really ask my mom for help a lot and I was just like I need you to just like (laughs) talk to me for a second I don't know what's wrong and I think I was just suppressing so much anger and not why the fuck do I keep saying anger um I was just suppressing so much like frustration within myself and like the fact that I was stuck that I was like taking it out on everyone and like projecting and like you know I haven't really done that in a long time and I was like kind of upset that I was you know I was aware that I was doing it so that made me even more mad and so yeah and I just like I think a part of me just like not died is the wrong word to use, but I'm going to use the word death because like a part of me just let go of that feeling that I'd been feeling for a really long time and just let the fact that 
you know, this is all in my head, truthfully. You know, not 100%, but a lot or most of it, like 99.9% is me freaking myself out over things that just, like, don't really exist in the first place. And... You know, you know, blaming myself and other people for it when I when I kind of do it to myself, and you know, I went to bed that night and was just like, I need to start over again. Like I, I need to start over again, and it's something that you know I hate doing because like you never want to see yourself as as the villain in in, in a lot of situations. You never want to see yourself as a bad you know you know, your, your fault or you're the reason why this happened, but like, truthfully it was. And, you know, like I always complain, the thunder is hard as hell right now. Um, I always talk about here, like, oh, I don't want friends. I don't need friends. And then I find myself like months later being like, why don't I have any friends? Because like, I did it to myself. Like I, I don't, as much as, like, I don't crave those things, like, I still, you know, need that. But I'm like, I don't want friends. Like, they disappoint me. Like, that vine. <laughs> but then I, like, get so upset, like, months later. Like, why don't I have any friends? Like, I did that. I did that all by myself. Nobody, that's nobody else's fault but my own. And I just, like, was, that night was, like, I need to start over again. And I need to, you know, work on whatever the fuck is going on here. It might not even be, like, an ongoing issue. It might just be, like, you need to, you know, start over. And it was so weird. The next morning, I meal... I have been meal prepped, you know... I've been meal prepping since, like, May of last year. I made a new recipe that I never do. I made, like, overnight oats with, like, chocolate and, like, peanut butter and stuff like that, which usually I kind of just stick to strawberries and oatmeal with a little bit of peanut butter on top. But, like, I changed it up and I tried something different. And I woke up. I literally have not woken up at 5, 6 a.m. in months. Like, because of my schedule with school and everything. Like, I go in at 9 o'clock. Woke up at 6, I think it was, like, 5.50-something, so let's just say 6 without an alarm woke up went to the gym got home by like 7 15 7 30 in the morning and as soon as I walked out of my car there was like 10 butterflies just like floating around right in front of my car and they were yellow and then I start walking on my driveway and there's just like a dead bird like on its back on the curb and I was like yo, what the fuck is that bullshit? Like, I need to look that up on Google. That means something. That It was, like, surreal. It was so weird. And I was like, what is that? Symbolize something? Like, it was just the timing of it and the the objects of symbolism were like, that definitely means something, and that's happening for a reason. It wasn't just, like, a coincidence. I was like, this is straight out of the Bible bullshit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, um... So I just, I looked it up and it's supposed to like, like, I have it on my phone. Wait, 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 wait. I think my pop-up's mad at me. He like knocked on my window, but I was like recording and I feel really bad, but like, I can't just like stop the recording. I have all my shit set up right now. Um, wait, 
I'm gonna look up this thing. Yo, I have to like burp really bad, but like I won't. Okay, 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 okay. Let's see. Okay. According to some cultures and folktales, dead birds symbolize and mean represent the meaning represent transformation and change in your life. Maybe things aren't going well right now, but they're about to take a turn for the better. And this bird represents that transformation is about to take place. Birds symbolize the soul. And so the death of a bird is symbolic of an end of something that you're experiencing in your life. In particular, if the bird is dead on its back, which was so fucking weird, like it was this is so like like reading this again is weird it could mean that you have lost or are losing all hope in a situation that you held once dear the bird the dead bird meaning may indicate that your life is headed into a new territory and that it's time to embrace this change with an open heart that's just the bird fucking weird right i don't even care that i'm cursing like this podcast is for 15 plus if you're below 15 or 14, don't listen to my podcast. It is mature rating. My birthday is next week and I'm going to be 18. August 3rd, Leo season has begun. Okay, that was the bird. Then we have the butterflies. Okay. butter. Okay, it was before I even read this. It was so weird because there were like so many of them where I was like, if I just saw like a little butterfly, I'd be like, oh, like... Look at this little butterfly. No. It was like more than like seven. It was, there were like every, there was no flowers for them to be like eaten on. There was like so many. It was just plain grass right near the road. Butterflies symbolize faith and transformation, which is weird because both of these things represent transformation after me just having a mental breakdown and saying, I need to change the fuck. Each butterfly carries along with its special message. Butterflies are symbolically deep and powerful representations of life. Many cultures associate the butterfly with souls. The bird represents the soul too. What the hell? Seeing a butterfly can mean that you are already experiencing or are going to experience some changes and transformations in your life. The butterfly comes as a reminder to tell you in the end everything is going to be alright. They are a symbol of hope and love. Yellow butterflies represent material growth, wealth, and riches. What the heck? The but like uh the yellow butterfly can also represent or are symbolic of new life, rebirth, and transformation. Literally one of the like I've had a lot of freaky shit go on in my life. Not freaky in the way you think and freaky, but freaky in the way where it's like this timing is weird. This is not coincidental. Like, I'm seeing some dead people, freaky stuff, right after someone in my family died when I was, like, nine. I've had some freaky stuff go on. That was one of the weirdest things that I've ever experienced because of the timing of it. A lot of the other stuff that's happened in my life was, like, okay, this is, like, definitely not a coincidence, but, like, it makes sense. This was weird because I don't have break. I haven't had a breakdown like that in like and it wasn't like a bad breakdown like where I'm like like I can't say that (laughs) for the internet but like I'm gonna like do something bad and like I'm gonna relapse and I wasn't even thinking about those things I was just sobbing crying 
and like so upset and like I couldn't put a name on what it was but I was like I need to like get out of this mindset because like I'm regressing and I literally woke up the next day like a new person like woke up like at 6 a.m without an alarm you know not that that's like special but like you know knowing myself like I don't I I used to get up early all the time, but, like, I haven't in a long time. So I just, like, woke up naturally, and, like, my first instinct was, like, to change my day. And I did. And how much time are we at, by the way? Fuck. This, like, timing is, like, really weird. How many many minutes is 8.53? I have to shit so bad. That's really inappropriate to say for the internet to hear, but, like, that's why I'm checking the time. (laughs) Okay, 8.58 divided by 60. There's no fucking way I've only been in here for 14 minutes. You're lying. Bruh. You're lying. How many seconds? Bar, beat, tempo. Bruh. I don't want no C major. I'm recording this on GarageBand. So, like whatever okay that tells me what the hell bruh whatever i'll figure it out i will stop it let's just say we'll stop it 215 honestly i have to pee so bad so i don't know if i can hold it for that long um but yeah that was like really freaky that that thing happened the other day yesterday actually I don't know. I think the butterflies are, like, cool in itself, but, like, the bird thing and then in connection with the butterfly thing was, like, what the fuck? That's really weird. Um, But, yeah. I can talk more about my trip, but I don't know. I don't want to, like, gloat and, like, brag. Um, I don't really have a lot going, you know, on in my life other than, you know, my birthday's next week and then I move away for college. And I think that's going to be really, like, when I start you know, having more options with what I'm going to do with my podcast and everything. Okay, we're going to take a quick break because I have to do something and it's pouring rain and you guys are going to have to give me a second, please. Be right back. Okay, we're back from the break. Um, I literally had to just bring all my shit inside because now I'm in my room and I got to get it like get the hang of like holding this microphone. I kind of like it though because I was kind of listening back to the audio before I started recording and I, it kind of sounds like I'm doing this like talking like this so I'm just gonna try to hold it in place and just talk the way I'm supposed to talk um but yeah now we're back from my break I had to like carry in all of my electrical equipment while it was downpouring outside which wasn't fun but yeah now we can talk more um I don't know if I talked about the new Steve Lacey album. Like, I listened to it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of it. And I was really pissed off about it because I was really excited for it. I liked, you know, the first half of the album. I thought it was really good. And then I listened to the rest of the album. And I was like, wow, this, like, really sucks. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's mean. But I really just did not like the other half of the album whatsoever. Like, not even a little bit. What I liked the most was Helmet, Mercury, Static, and the interlude was really good. Um, Other than that, the album was kind of mid. 
and I hate saying mid because I sound horrible when I say that, but the album was kind of mid. Um, Joey Badass came out with a new album I thought was really good. Probably like an 8.5 out of 10. I thought it was decent and I thought it was really well written. Story was really well written. Written. And it kind of like sticks to like his his theme. I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't listen to Mac Miller's new album because like how is he still making music? He has been dead for like four, four years. <laughs> like I'm sorry. How are you making music still? Um, But yeah, music wise, kind of just been sticking to my roots. I listened to Kendrick, Travis Scott, Tyler, and that's it. <laughs> and Frank Ocean too. I love Frank Ocean. Still waiting for him to drop an album. It has been literally six years. Um, Yeah, I like how as soon as I bring all my stuff inside, the rain calms down and there's no thunder anymore. So that's great. Um, But yeah, I have to start packing up my stuff soon. Um, What else have I been doing? I've kind of just been writing on my screenplay a lot. um, Trying to like break it up into the pieces and, you know, kind of structure it in the way that I want it to be structured. Um... So basically, um, so like there's five stages of grief, right? It's whatever, denial, whatever it is. (laughs) Sorry, now I need to look it up so I don't sound stupid. Five stages of grief. There's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So I'm going to do the five stages of my life, you know, when it comes to my sobriety and my growth as a person it's going to be five stages like there is grief there is in my life which is the first one's dependence the second is doubt third is defeat fourth is death and five and the fifth is dormant um so basically i've been kind of structuring it into you know those stages like the first is dependence so it kind of shows me growing up as a kid how i depended on my parents how i depended on you know, whether people liked me or not, like my dependence on drugs and substances, that that kind of dependence. And then there's the second one, which is doubt, which is supposed to represent fear and, you know, how I'm scared with abandonment issues and trust issues and, and doubting myself a lot. Um, so that kind of section really focuses on my relationships and my own mental stability Um, The third one is defeat, you know, it's pretty (laughs) articulate, I mean, kind of says it for itself, defeat, um, basically when I've lost everything, when I have nothing left, when I finally just, like, let myself realize that I lost whatever battle that I was dealing with, Um, and then fourth is death, which... I think it's, you know, not so much as death, it's death of a habit that I've been having. So death of my addiction, death of my doubts, death of, you know, getting rid of all of these doubts and things that kind of freak me out of my head just to make sure that they're done and gone. And I transform as a new person and then dormant is supposed to represent like all those feelings are still there and, you know, I'm still capable of doing, you know, the things that I was doing and all of those thoughts and, and memories are still in my brain and, you know, they don't really amount to anything other than my journey and just the way my life's played out, but there's no really 
higher meaning it doesn't all fit together and that's why i'm dormant i'm still trying to figure that out and i'm still kind of just stuck in place trying to figure it out and that's the bitter taste of black coffee um so i've been working on that a lot um but yeah i have to get ready for work now but i think i'm gonna end the episode here i think my new equipment made me really excited and now i'm laying down in my bed recording which i haven't done and i think the sound quality is going to be good hopefully i spend like 200 dollars on all this equipment so i'm hoping that's good okay um i will see you guys next tuesday well it's currently monday but you guys will you know hear this on tuesday so i hope you have a wonderful rest of your tuesday or whatever day you're listening this on um i appreciate everyone who takes time out of their day to listen to what i have to say on this podcast and appreciate it more than you know but check out my website at catwisneski.com that's k-a-t-w-i-s-n-i-e-s-k-i.com and i will see you guys next tuesday bye